Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 62 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we are going to review the reviews of Portrait and Death. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, this, this makes me so mad. <laughs> I know. Can I give negatives first to Moby's review? Yes. You can. Yeah, please do. Um like I don't know. They they can't even have stars. Like I don't even know. What's what's like a a basic shape that we hate and we wanna judge four parallelograms. (laughs) (laughs) I hate a parallelogram, let me just say. Right? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying. These are terrible waste of internet space. <laughs> for for those little uh, COVID, uh, you know, yeah. COVID thing. <laughs> We're going to give four COVIDs <laughs> to this review. Four COVIDs. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, because this is such a great book, and you know, I mean, I, we say that every time, but still, I mean, it's such a great book, and then have people like totally trashing it. It's like, oh, it makes you so angry. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with people? I just don't. It also, it also makes me that there's never a good explanation as to why you you're allowed to not like a thing. How many times have I said that? But like, Lots. yeah, <laughs> a lot. Like, I, I really just don't understand what what you wanted. Like you'll you'll be like, this is one star, and I hated this. And I'm like, well, what were you looking for? Why did you hate this? What? I'm They're like, not this. <laughs> this is the thing I didn't like. I, nothing else matters. I only read 62 pages of this. <laughs> right? 62 pages. You're like, okay, well that that's enough to make a really informed decision. Yep, that's that's how this works. Oh boy. So yeah, you know, should we just get right into it? Dive in. All right. Yay. Okay. Let's start with the ones. There you go. <laughs> Let's review these reviews. How about All right. this one star review? Okay. Um, I have shelved JD Robb and Nora Roberts for decades. I thought it was time to read one and see what keeps these circulating. Took me three weeks to finish Portrait and Death, and I probably won't read any more. Swimming in shallow water comes to mind. Fuck off, you pretentious ass hat. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm like, uh, so you know how to use big words? Pretentious asshole comes to my mind, but you know. Yeah, pretentious. What, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Swimming in shallow water comes to mind. I'm... She's yeah. saying that the book is shallow and that anybody who reads it is shallow. I mean, she she is, but she's not because this is like an idiot an idiotic way to say any of that. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, it's a pretentious ass holy weight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Pretentious> asshole. <laughs> in shallow water comes to Not mind. Being pretentious assholes. Just stop. For me, um, I'm I'm very I'm very unlikely to give to like share negative reviews of anything in the world um, unless I feel like it is something that truly deserves it. And 
I would do it with the intention of, oh, I don't know, informing people why. Right. <laughs> like that is the, uh, why was this shallow? I hate it. Yeah. It has the thing. I hate it. It has the thing in it. It has, it has the thing. So therefore it's shallow. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would really, these I should people, have gone back to see what never, this person's These people read. never do the thing. That's their problem. Right. Not, <laughs> you think that's not, the problem? That's what, they're not that's getting the laid problem. and they're jealous. <laughs> I mean. That could be the problem. I don't that's know. That's the only explanation. There could be other explanations. No, yeah, I'm going with that one. Just because, yeah. you know, I. There's be, no other reason for somebody to be an uptight, pretentious asshole than that. That's that's the reason you're not getting laid. And it's probably because you're a pretentious asshole. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> well, now that Jen, Jen's out here stating some facts. Uh... <laughs> this is what y'all came for. So I've <laughs> been waiting for this. <laughs> Welcome back, Tara. <laughs> you missed us. Oh, I did. I did. I believe that I've said that at least several times today. Yes, you did. Uh, uh, all right. Oh. This next one's really long, but I felt like, I mean, at least this one tells you why they didn't like it. But. It does. Like but okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to be an asshole about why, but at least they gave us why. So less of an asshole. All right. Um, and I don't know why I, I put the the date of the review. I'm not really sure why I did that. And there must have been a reason, but, <laughs> but there um, it is. Oh, Just because re- she was saying, you know, I do understand the book was published in 2003. So this person's reading it in 2019. So, oh, I mean, there is a there. Yeah, there, there is a difference in how books were written. Yeah. 2003 versus 2019. But yeah. That doesn't mean her review is correct. It's an incorrect review. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. An incorrect um, review. <laughs> one star wrong. incorrect review by this incorrect <laughs> Let's go. Okay. When I found out this was Nora Roberts' work, I opted for it because of a childhood memory of a great book called Honest Illusions. In my memory, this was a book most interesting for its time, something I most certainly cannot say for this one. My utter disappointment began just a few pages into the book when I found out that it was happening in 2059. As I'm no fan of futuristic novels, I felt miserably let down this was not mentioned in any summary or review I went through beforehand. Uh, wrong. Wrong. <sighs> First strike. Sorry. Maybe the second strike. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, putting aside my personal dislike of it, I found no additional value whatsoever of it. I do understand that the book was published in 2003. However, most of things I'm going to list were familiar back then, except for the medical advances described. Kudos for that. The smartphones were called telelinks. The the buses, maxi buses. The computers run with voice commands and are interactive, and there are some means of transport in the air. The lovemaking secretly boring and granny style, written and in no way relatable. In my mind, Nora Roberts was quite good at them, but it must be my childish unawareness back then. <laughs> Blood wow. granny, granny style. style. <laughs> <laughs> granny style. 
boring and granny style. (laughs) (laughs) There's the name of the episode. Boring and granny style. I, you know what? I mean, it really does depend on your granny, doesn't it? My yes. granny will tell you, granny, that shit is closed up, but not happening. She told I, me that last week. You know her granny's life. It's fine. I mean, no, she told me that last week when we were having lunch. But I'm saying that. But some people's grannies, I'm sure, are complete freaks. Oh. Right? I mean. So granny style could mean a lot of different things. Of let's things. be honest. Don't, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. So you anyway. Know. <laughs> uh, there's even more. Um, let's see. The mystery itself was also rather hard to pick up than hard to put down. Okay. That is the, that is what it says. Okay. okay. Uh, terrible sentence. The confession was also quite static and unappealing. Maybe if this was a movie script, some really, really good actor could give it some life. But as of now, it's a total disaster. Left me completely even. In fact, I was happy that meant the book was over. Rourke's personal story was totally out of place for me. It didn't bring anything to the biggest picture, nor did it unravel with some twist or anything. It could have just been quickly explained and it would have amounted to the very same of significance, very same of zero significance. Wow. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to say there. Um, overall, I wouldn't recommend it neither for the writing nor the story, be it the sexy one or the mysterious one. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a person that does not understand the series. I mean, obviously, because they've not read it sounds like they haven't read any others. This is the only one they've read. Yeah. Right. So you don't understand the series. You don't understand the significance of, of Rourke's story. Rourke's story. Right. So to pass judgment on that seems, you know. You've clearly like not actually done any sort of, you're like, oh, I once read a Nora Roberts book and I think I liked it. And this <laughs> Nora Roberts. So I'm going to like this and I'm so pissed I don't like it. And now it deserves to be torn apart with yeah. horrible grammar Be- <laughs> like, I, I, you, you don't even you didn't know i promise you that it is part of the de- book description on the back of every in-depth book it says that it is set in the future yep the yeah yep yeah i people people don't read that right and then they sit there and go like Oh, this was set in the future and nowhere did I read. Well, they're not wrong because they didn't not, bother reading. That's not the author's fault. That's that is not the author's fault. fault. Right. You know. Yeah. And so, okay. So this is what I'm going to say. Like, if you don't like a, the plot or whatever, and maybe, maybe you are just, you're just not interested in Rourke's backstory. I don't know why you're reading the series, but let's say you are not interested in that. And you do believe that, Hey, this could be like in a paragraph on a whole freaking, you know, half a book, but why are you reading this series? Like, well, I, again, I don't think she is. I think she just picked this book up at random because she, just like you said, you know, she yeah. once read a Nora Roberts book, you know, so. Right. She was a child. But, right. Also, <laughs> but, like, I was a child when I read a Nora Roberts Nora book. Roberts so. book. 
would I, what does what does when you were a child mean? I don't know. But well, the, she means when I was young and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Essentially, yeah. Unsophisticated. When I was young and unsophisticated, I read a Nora Roberts book and thought it was good. And I was young right. and not pretentious. <laughs> and that's really what it is. <laughs> the, the other thing that, you know, that I don't really know because the paragraph is is filled with horrible grammar and I'm not really trying to, try, not sure what they're trying to say, but I maybe I am. Um, the mystery is not the strongest one in the series. We no, I do we agree with that. But like, I don't know what this paragraph is saying. Like, yeah. just say, I don't know. And now it's a total disaster. It left me completely even. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, no I don't idea. know. I, Honestly, I feel like you picked this book up, right? And you're wanting to read a murder mystery because it says a murder mystery, I guess. You know? Okay, so it's not a murder mystery. Well, but but you still can't appreciate it for being a story about a person who no, finds this thing out about their family and their whole world, world is... I feel like that's very relatable. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah. you know, today we've talked about it before, like how many times people maybe got their DNA done yeah. and all of a sudden, you know, you find out that you're not to, you know, your parents aren't who you thought they were, you know, right. that's happening more and more now that yeah. more and more people are getting their DNA done. That part of the story is so relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you would think that anybody who, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Anybody who is is any kind of reader at all mm-hmm. or cares about a story would be able to relate to that and say like, well, at least that part of the story was good. You know, this right. story of this character who, you know, this thing happened to them and, and now they're dealing with it, you know? Right. But they couldn't even relate to that. And you're like, well, they, how is that possible? I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm coming from it, you know, from the angle of being a an aura fan so i don't i don't know how people can do that like you know yeah i don't like any aspect of the story because they're trying to that's what it boils down to they're being pretentious assholes and they're trying not to like it yeah i I think i think that there's there's definitely some merit in in that statement though is a lot of these reviews are people trying to be like oh i can't wait to come in here and say something pithy and give a one star review and, and just feel like yeah. I'm so I'm like lording it over everyone that I, I'm very superior in this aspect. And I'm like, none yeah. of you sound fucking smart at all. <laughs> you sound like pretentious assholes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will accept your negative review. If it's an actual review, you want right. you know, like, and every now and again, these, these like one and two star reviews that we, that we love to rag on, They'll say something that I'm like, I see that. Mm-hmm. But then the, the rest of the review will be like, well, the sex is granny style. So, you know, <laughs> they'll be arbitrarily why, stupid. Why do I, every time we say that, I get the, the you know, 
something in my head of that guy singing Gangnam style, but instead of saying <laughs> Granny stuff. No, 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 I'm not going to think of it any other way. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> for that. Uh. <laughs> you have no idea what is happening in my poor brain right now. Oh my nope, God. I'm good. Granny style. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Do wow. one of you guys want to read the next one? Sure. <laughs> one more one star. All the elements in this book is overplayed. This is the first book I've seen in the series, and it will be the last. The conversations made me want to gag. It got to a point where I couldn't read beyond a few paragraphs, and indeed, I only read up to page 62. The storyline was not very interesting either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> made me want to gag. Well, conversations, I want to gag conversations made me want to gag. I don't under. Oh my <laughs> god! Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> People talking um, made me want to gag. I don't. What? I want to gag you. Reading a book. Shut the fuck up. I. <laughs> that just doesn't. And again, you know, you read up to sixty-two pages. It's like you yeah. don't really have very much basis for. Right. Panning a book. No, not at all. On the other hand, I don't know that I got very much farther in Fifty Shades Grey. Fifty Shades Grey. <laughs> and those conversations did make me want to gag. So I kind of relate to this person, I suppose. But let's be real. Come on. I, you know, I mean, I don't want to be that person where it's like, I, I personally didn't like it. But here's the thing. I didn't go on Goodreads and go like, well, I only got that page 62 because these, I hated this book and the conversation made me want to gag. Right. I didn't do that because it's like, it's just me. It's my own personal, like, unless it was something that I, like Tara said, unless there was something I felt like I could really add to the conversation about this book that would be helpful to other people. But I think saying like, well, the conversations may want to gag is not really that thing that you could add to the conversation that would be helpful. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to read it. If it's just the same thing over and over, I didn't, you know, I didn't like this book because you thought everyone yeah. was shallow. You didn't think this was interesting. Can you give me more? Yeah. Well, the plot line wasn't interesting and the conversations made them want to gag. Oh, well, so yeah, I really, but to your point, I would really want to know. Yeah. What conversations like, give me an example. I want to know what makes this person gag. Cause I could probably go through 50 shades gray and show you where conversations maybe want to gag. Every single time she talked about her inner goddess, maybe on a gag. Ew. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, I could say that, but in this review, we don't have that. No. Right. And we have said over and over and over again, nobody does dialogue better than Nora. Yeah. So I don't know what this person is reading that the conversations don't make them want to gag. I mean, yeah. Okay. yeah. What, what are you reading? Honestly. I, who knows yeah it's so weird yeah. stupid oh. people all right should i read the next one yeah uh-huh. two stars again peabody makes the book what can i say the eve is a tragic hero is getting old 
I did like the side story of Rourke finding out about his real mother and going to Ireland. The ending was pretty much the same as every other in-death book, just with a different killer. Just that they switched from Eve being the target to Trueheart. Ho-hum. We get that complaint every fucking book. That the, the ending is always the same. Well, what, what do you want? Right. Like, she she has a case and she solves the case. What, what do right. you want? Yeah. What do you want? There are two yeah. there are two outcomes when Eve is a homicide cop. Yeah. So she does it. Like <laughs> yeah. And really, right. if you if you look at real life and you look at the police's in, involvement in a case like this, their involvement ends when they question a person and get a confession or they yeah. don't get a confession or whatever, and that's it. That's right. where their involvement kind yeah. of ends. Yeah. So I mean what what how do you want this to end how do you want this booked in right yeah i just i don't i don't understand what you want with somebody dying like i mean i, don't know I guess you could do that i i like i said it just seems like we get that complaint every single book and it's just, yeah and i'm like but but they um, but they're not the same they just I mean, yeah, she catches like, the bad what guy. Is, That's what, is what, the, what is the same ending? You know, like at the end of every day, we go to bed. I have the same ending every day. So, <laughs> right. No, right? <laughs> How boring is that? But like, well, I go to bed in different ways sometimes. <laughs> but, so. you know, some days, some days, Steve and I watch TV before we go to bed. Or some days I podcast before I go to bed. Does that mean that those are the same ending? Because guess what? Both of those days I went to bed. Like, we're yeah. boring, Tara. <laughs> and that makes you stupid. <laughs> I am worth at least I'm worth at least three stars. Come on, guys. You are. You are. You are absolutely five stars. Um I, I do want to say that, yeah. I don't know that Peabody makes the book, but she always is one of I mean, the things yeah, that make she the was book. Great. Peabody is lovely in this book. This is not a book where I would be like, oh my God, Peabody is fantastic in this book. Like right. she's great. Right. Yeah. But like there's yeah. no there's no reason to even focus on her in this book. Again, no. I'm sorry, Peabody, but like I mean, yeah, I would maybe make that case for purity. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I mean, literally, you could probably pull a solid third of the books out of the series and say Peabody is fucking fantastic in this book. Yeah. This is not mm-hmm. a book where I would be like, she's great. Yeah. Yes, she's great, but that's just such an interesting thing to focus on. That'd be like saying that like Mavis makes this book. Right. You're gonna but you know what I'm saying? Like if you're not gonna talk about Somerset, I I will give Somerset this book before I'll give Uh, absolutely yes. Which is why he got my commendation. Mm -hmm. So like I I don't know, I just it's such a weird thing to say to say. Um right. I think the weirdest thing about this, though, is the Eve is a tragic hero is getting old. Yeah, I I I don't understand these people that are like, I'm getting sick of Eve's like tragedy or Eve's, you know, being that kind of a character. It's I I feel like it's kind of like, you know, because we've talked about it before. Like this is this is a book about someone who was tra- horribly abused and now is dealing with that along with being a murder hop or being right. an investigator or whatever. Yep. And that's what the book's about. That's what the whole series is about. Right. 
it's like it's it's almost as if you were to say like um <clears throat> if you watched monk and you were kind of like i'm really getting tired of monks like you know weirdness and his you know <laughs> Uh, phobias and you know that I say do not ever talk badly about Monk go (laughs) right but you know what I'm saying like Monk the only reason Monk exists as a series is somebody said oh wouldn't it be great if we did a series on a guy who's not only not just an investigator but has all these weird idiosyncrasies like has all these weird phobias and that's a part of his character that's Monk doesn't exist without that. No, right. I don't want right. to watch it without that. Right. Same way, you, you know, in death doesn't exist without Eve's past and her right. dealing with that and trying to get over it and, and also living her daily life and finding love and being able to put together this family of people that she's put together and learn to love them as well. It's all a part. Of, that's the series. Right. The series that would exist without that. Right. You know, it's a very weird thing that happens in these fandoms where people are like, they're determined to just rip apart the main character Mm -hmm. for the weirdest things. Like, like being critical of Eve for being a bit harsh at times is part of her growth. It's part of that. But like we are, so we just started the fifth Harry Potter book and Jen knows that, that people love to refer to that as the angsty Harry book. And I'm like, this is a teenager who has been through some severe trauma. Why are we coming for him? And there are people (laughs) who are like, Harry is a terrible person and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why are you reading a series where you're determined to hate the main character because they had a, a day that they finally fucking let go and had a meltdown over something like, why are we mad at Eve for, you know, behaving like a human being on top of the fact that she's had a really shitty past. Can I just say, I love book five, but same. (laughs) One of my favorites of the series. But like, I want to say that I, I did like the, um, the Potter Puppet Pals video where Harry was like, angst, 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 angst the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's good times. So. You, you have to respect Potter Puppet Pals for okay. real. I love Potter Puppet Pals. <laughs> but, yeah. Book five yeah. is definitely the angsty Harry book, but he's got a damn good reason to be. For real. And for real. Even, and even is a damn good reason to, to like be yeah. viewed as a tragic hero. Like yeah. she's kicking ass in spite of all this stuff and some days she's gonna have a really hard time another day she isn't and honestly this is a book where i'm like why are we talking about eve as the tragic hero eve is fucking incredible in this book Mm -hmm. she is this amazing rock for rourke when he's being a bit not good bitch Um, and like but this is where you're gonna come at eve and be messy bitch so old (laughs) she's a tragic hero there, you know, I mean, yeah, there, there are a lot of books in this series where you could say, I guess I would never say it, but some people could say like, I'm tired of this whole thing with Eve. This isn't one of them. She was very, you know, the angst was with Rourke. Was she with was Rourke. very yeah. supportive. Yeah. yeah. This, this, is weird. this is a weird review, guys. It's a yeah. very weird review. Yeah. yeah. And I would say, I, I feel like they didn't read the same book we did, but they did know that Rourke found out about his real mother and went to Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, True. you know the basic plot of the book, but did you read the book? Because, again, 
I love Peabody. She's not anything special in this book. And Eve is definitely not tragic hero material in this book. Versus no. Fuck. So, anyway, <laughs> stupid people. Moving stupid on. People. <laughs> oh, how about another two star review? Yeah. Okay. A boring beginning, interesting case, but gets a little boring, a little too cheesy at certain stage, and a little draggy with additional details that readers don't really want or need to know. I think the book should have, I think the book should have ended way, way, way earlier. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm a reader and I wanted those details. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I needed to know those details. I don't know what details they're complaining. How are you? Why are you speaking for me, sir or madam? Yeah. Right. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Those are not my feelings. Yeah, not my feelings. Additional details that readers don't really want or need to know. He will um, speak for all readers. No, right? No. It's so weird. I just, yeah, this one's just okay. <laughs> boring, boring, boring. Cheesy and draggy. Cheesy and draggy. Also, what what does the word draggy mean? Didn't I anybody did. teach this person that too many adjectives in one sentence is not a good writing tool? I mean, a draggy Maybe. is just, they're bored. It's boring. I hate it. I, hate I get that. that but I'm, it's not a great word. Get it out yeah, of there. It's a dumb word. It is a dumb word. So, yeah. But. And way, way, way earlier. Oh, okay. Why? Um, you know, I do. Okay. So I somewhat a little teeny tiny bit agree with that because the climax came when they saved true heart. Mm-hmm. And then we have another, you know, well, they had chapter or two. Yeah. Yeah. It was just an epilogue. It wasn't even a full chapter. Right. But I think we, we felt the same way about um, shadows. Yeah. You know, right. it, it yeah. really kind of ended, and then she had an epilogue where they, where they, you know, interviewed him, and yeah, he gave us a little extra detail, but you know, you yeah. do feel like it's. I mean, if you're that person that you know, you get the climax and the end, they catch the guy, and then boom, the you know, yeah. it should be over, right? You know, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but all this, all the books end the same way, so. um not sure why we needed that. Yeah. I'm not sure why we needed this review, but <laughs> yeah, this yeah. review should have uh, ended way, no way, way earlier. <laughs> At all. All right, Jen, you want to read the next one? <laughs> Two stars. Yawn. She has the weirdest name for her characters. It's really annoying. <laughs> That's it. That's her name. <laughs> I mean, um, look, there are some weird names out there, people. There are. Um, Yeah. Seriously, the things that people name their children. My mom used to work for Vital Statistics at the county where I live. And she was all the time coming to us because they would hurt their job was. They would get in the birth certificates and the death certificates, and then they would check them over to make sure details look like they're accurate. And if anything looks off, they send it back. Please recheck. That kind of thing. That's that's what her job was. Yeah. 
And sometimes she would get these birth certificates and the names on those, like, we're just nuts. Mm-hmm. You know. I've seen some weird ass names. I think one was Honey Bunny Hair. Honey Bunny was her first and second oh, name. No. Last name was oh, Hair. <laughs> Honey Bunny. Okay. There are some books where the the characters like you know that we meet not you know don't have the most common names i don't feel like this is a book that was like here's a weird name yeah yeah Yeah, there are some books where they have people that you know well you know bambi and the one but that's a common name yeah it's a pretty common name you know but like again this is i feel like this is the book where i'm like that's what you're gonna zero in on weird names yeah. really th- seeing the weird names in this book no i mean i guess work is kind of a weird name it's his last name but but not really i mean it's i don't know that rourke by itself is fairly common in it's, ireland oh in ireland i don't know yeah um, I, I, I have no rourke, probably yeah yeah um I haven't looked it up, so I don't know. I just mean as a first name. It's kind of an odd first name. Sure. But like that but, the series yeah. is literally about him. I mean right. obviously, but yeah. But so is Prince and like Yeah. We don't complain about him. I'm not complaining at well, all. Some saying, people maybe do, but people better not be talking about Prince. I'll take <laughs> what name prompted this fucking review? Right. That's what Dirk, I want to know. Dirk Hastings, maybe? Dirk? Dirk, is, not Dirk is a common name. Right, it's but I'm just saying. Name, but it's, it's a, a stupid name. Because you even said it was stupid. Dirk Hastings. He's one of my favorite characters in the entire goddamn series. <laughs> I love him so much. He's also one of Eve's favorite characters he's ever met. She's ever yeah. met her life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Well, you know, okay. So, but in this book, we did have a lot of people who were taking pseudonyms. And that was the whole... Right, but why was, are you... Or not pseudonyms, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Assume yeah. names. Assume names, yeah. But here's the thing, like, why... Is really? Why is that something to make a whole review out of? Also, like, very rude. Like, where are you from that you think that her names are weird? Right, yeah. Brings in names from all different cultures and tries to create, you know, some some interesting backgrounds for these characters. Like, what names are you thinking are weird that are maybe not weird in other cultures? Get out of here, from Iowa. Right. <laughs> I bet you there. Are, <laughs> I bet you there. Are any Iowa names. people listening? That was a that was a joking shot at Tara, not you guys. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> Probably. Ohio's got some real shady bitches. I mean, y'all got shady bitches up there too. Do not. There's so so I just looked Good up. Point. I just looked up on the internet. Um, strange but true, 25 real life names. Um I guess with people on Twitter. And some of these names. And these mm-hmm. are real life names. These are not names that Nora made up for the series, right? Right. Um, Howdy Ledbetter. 
That's one of the names. This is great. This person is a Navy personnel command public affairs officer. Their name is Flex Plexico. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, that's so fun to say. Flex Plexico. I mean, it sounds like a superhero. It does sound like a superhero. Right? His uh, superpower is flexing plexiglass. <laughs> Somebody actually named their child. So this was uh, this was in a um, unfortunately in a uh, obituary. Um, Dom Perignon Champagne. Oh. Or else they changed their name to that. But it's still weird. And you can't oh, just yeah. say like well, she names her characters weird things and it's annoying. It's like, okay, look at look at life. Yeah. Look at real life. Right. Look at yeah. real life. Um pro US volleyball player Destiny Hooker. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. So here's somebody else. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> here's <laughs> here's a here's somebody who's a uh, who was a ch- a college football player. Your Highness Morgan. Your Highness was the first name. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, uh, I oh, don't. I actually, when I, I had um, a friend in college whose name was Rob Robinson, Rob Robinson. But that's not oh. the funny part. His, he married a girl named Robin. So they were Robin, Robin, Robinson. Nope. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, okay. I mean, uh, uh, like if your last name is Robinson, why do you name your kid Rob? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So one of the orthopedic surgeons I used to work with, his name was Thomas Thompson and we were like oh cool don't (laughs) yeah like Mm -hmm. what um for a for a very short time when my um marriage originally broke up I went to counseling Mm -hmm. my counselor's name kid you not Misty Forrest (laughs) no did she sprinkle your head with crystals and <laughs> no, she was a very nice person, but so I mean, this whole this criticism is just dumb yeah, because it's, it's dumb. like, look at look at real life, man. Stranger <laughs> than fiction. Fiction. Sure. Um, I I don't know if you want to know what the um world record holder for the longest name in the world is would you like to know what their first name is yeah or their full name sure it says it here i'm not sure if this is correct but i'll say it here their phone this is the world record holder for longest first name red wacky league and antelas broke the stereo neon tide bring back honesty coalition feedback hand of aces keep going captain let's pretend lost state of dance paper taxis lunar road up down strange all and i neon sheep 
Eve Hornby, Faye Bradley, A.J. Wild, Michael Rice, Dion Watts, Matthew Applegard, John Ashurst, Lauren Swall, Zoe Angus, Jaspreet Singh, Emma Matthews, Nicola Brown, Leanne Pickering, Victoria Davies, Rachel Burnside, Gil Park. Parker, Frida Watson, Alicia yeah, Watts, Parker. James Pearson, Jacob. That's only, I'm not even halfway through the name. Oh my <laughs> God. Ends with Evolution Dreams. Okay, so she was formerly known as Dawn McManus and decided to change her name for a charitable cause. Then it has made it into the record books in the process. So, yeah. I mean, I guess these are all the things that were suggested that she changed her name to, and she just decided to change her name to all of them. Okay, then. Okay, here we go. Go for it. Three stars. I really didn't like R in this one, which is sad because the way he cares when he's not being a jerk is to me what makes these stories special. Unfortunately, he was a major jerk in this one, shutting her out and deliberately hurting her. Then other bad things happened, and it just seemed like there wasn't more than a sliver of light. Depressing, I need to find a light read to counteract it. I purchased this story in a box set with four others, so fingers crossed they aren't dark like this one. Um, so, I'm confused. Have so, you read these books or not? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Rourke can't be a jerk. Yep, this is established. Um, and he's a jerk in this book. He's a jerk in this book, but I feel like it's understandable in the circumstances. Well, it also and, helps, you know, create the plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the whole point was that he's a jerk because of all the things that are happening yes. ha- happening to him, and mm-hmm. that he has to work through that mm-hmm. because right. that's what you do in real life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like. It's pretty standard stuff. I mean, yeah, and I, it's not like he doesn't come around and make up for it, right? Yeah. So, like, there. How many times was how many times was he, has Eve been a jerk in this series? And truth, come around. I mean, that's just well. If you if you remember, Jen, we're also pissed at her because she's. We're t- getting tired of her being a tragic hero. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I mean, they know that because it's saying it's sad because the way he cares is to me what makes these stories special. But, you know, I mean, okay, but you can't expect that person to be that way that the entire the time. time. Sometimes yeah. they're going to be a jerk. And, For you human. know, yeah. yeah, we're all jerks. We're all jerks. Yeah. Just ask Caitlin. I mean, <laughs> we're all jerks. We're all jerks. So oh. I mean, to to sit there and go like you know, I don't know. Give this a what is it three star review two or star. a two star review because Burke was a jerk in this one. It's like yeah, when he clearly worked through it and he apologized and you know yeah yeah I don't know annoying it is annoying. <laughs> Should I read the next one? Sure, go ahead. Three stars. This one wasn't as good as the others, mainly because half of the book was about the murder mystery and the other half was about Rourke's backstory. Don't get me wrong. I love a bit of Rourke, but this story wasn't doing it for me. It made him seem real instead of this ultimate perfect man. 
that's just my opinion. And there's a little like kind of smiley face with this tongue sticking out. Uh, Eve and Rourke have a huge fight in this too. It made me a little upset. I'm not crying upset, but weird feeling upset if you get me. Also, the basis behind the killer's motive sounded a little like a book I read by Alex Kava called The Soul Catcher. And I'm pretty sure Kava's book was written first. Other than those few complaints, I enjoyed it as always. Can't wait to listen to the next one. Okay. So I tried to look up the um, a synopsis of The Soul Catcher, and what I was yeah. reading didn't sound like this book at all. It sounded okay. more like Faithless. Oh, okay. Um, but I just... I, the part about this I didn't understand was um, this story wasn't doing it for me it made Rourke seem real instead of this ultimate perfect man. Is that not what you want? I, I mean, mean, I thought that's what we wanted. Although um, I'm pretty sure that this book came out before this other book. I just looked up the soul catcher and it looked like it was published in June of 2003. Oh, okay. No, first, no, that's say first published 2002, but also, oh. But yes, that's like, like really tight because yeah, like so Nora's like, I'm gonna read this book and then steal it for my February release. Come on, people. Right. Yeah, no. no, that's way too right. Tight of a timeline. Yeah, no, Nora would have already been yeah, pretty much finished been, with this book. It been done. Oh, it would have been already to the publisher, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So, so she didn't yeah. come on. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, that's even worse than accusing Nora of having a ghost ghostwriter. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, that's not okay. Not okay. No. And I just, I mean, yeah, that fight made me upset too, but that's what fights do. They make you upset. Kind of the point. Kind of the point. It was to make you upset. Yeah. And if that, and if that's what the writer is doing and eliciting that emotional response from you, that's a good thing. Yeah, she's doing it on purpose. She wants you to look yeah. at work and go, what a fucking jerk. What a dick. Yeah. How, why is he doing this to Eve? Like, you know. Yeah. Sympathizing with him because you understand his motives because you've seen, you're, you're seeing yeah. everything. Eve doesn't. Right. But, you know, I mean, you, you still think he's a jerk. Even yeah. though you've seen his motives and you, but how he treats Eve, you're, you know, yep. that's the whole point. She did it on purpose. She's the author. Like, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Just say, Rourke was a jerk, but this book was fabulous. I mean, <laughs> like we did. Yeah. Like we did. <laughs> Everybody should agree yeah. with us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yep. Damn it. You people doing not agreeing with us. Three stars, please. Bastards. Stop it. <laughs> Somewhat entertaining. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really um, love this next one. Okay. All right. Three stars. Wait a minute. Is Rourke going to become an actual character in this series instead of a two-dimensional, rich, perfect guy cut out? That would be neat. <laughs> His angsty storyline wrapped up a little too quickly and neatly for my taste, but at least there was an effort made. 
Well, I mean, what I can say for this is that at least she understands yeah. that this book was to, you know, flesh out Rourke's mm-hmm. character. Right. Make him seem a little more relatable, make him yep. more of a three-dimensional character. Yeah. The person above that didn't seem to understand that. Right. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that he was that way prior to this. I agree. Yeah. But I mean, sure. If this is the sure. book you found it out, like, okay. All right. Kudos yeah. to you for yeah. finally coming yeah. to that realization. That's something that, that we <laughs> realized a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but kudos. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Uh, the next three star review. Um, I was glad that Rourke finally got to be the one wrong in a relationship conflict, but the author lets him off so easy compared to how Eve gets treated in similar conflicts. Also, the mystery element wasn't as strong as I would have liked. So agree about the last point, but yeah, yeah but absolutely. Did Rourke get let off easy? No, I, no, not at <laughs> all. What does that even they mean? Got he got punched out by you. <laughs> you punched him out, you know? They got a physical altercation yeah, over it. Right? Like, um, compared to how Eve gets treated in similar conflicts, what? what? what similar conflicts? So <laughs> Again, you know, some examples would be great. Here. Great. Yeah. Because I don't know what she's talking about here. No. Nope. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> Very confused. Um, yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I mean, he got off easy. I don't get it. What does that even mean? Yeah. I don't know. Should I do this next one? Sure. Three star. The mystery sucked, but it was great for Rourke's development. Who knew he was human? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair. Honestly. (laughs) Well, yeah. Honestly, a review that I will. That, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I mean, I mean, perfect. yeah. There's nothing about this that is untrue. No, <laughs> no, it's there. Uh, yeah, I'll take that one. I'm okay with it. All right, three stars. I like Rourke more than Eve in this book. What is happening in the world? I guess seeing him getting some unconditional love from people who have just met him. He's annoying all the time, but also, but he's also a sad little boy inside. <laughs> True Heart and Baxter should get a spinoff ASAP. I love them both so much. The story itself wasn't amazing, but I was too busy not hating Rourke to notice. <laughs> this still beats Slow Mystery any day. I tried reading two books before this, but didn't break through. This is so addictable. That's a word. I don't even know what that last sentence really actually. No one knows. Zero people know. I mean, it's just not wrong on any of this. (laughs) I was so busy not hating work. Honestly, I don't. I don't get these people that hate him. I don't. I mean. I mean, how? I, I okay, I get it. Like first, if you, like I did, start in the middle of the series, if this yeah. is your first book and you're seeing Rourke, we said that when we when we reviewed yeah. this. If this this was your first book and this was the first time you saw Rourke, right. I see you hating him. 
yeah, yeah that's fair. you know but if you've read all the books up to this uh, i can't see where at this this point in time you're like i fucking hate rourke not in this yeah. book but in all the others yeah. I fucking hate yeah. him. like in this one he was great like yeah what why he was himself in this one he's always this way you know i yeah. mean right yeah i, I don't okay. understand i don't either um okay i'm gonna get some flack from you guys on this Uh-oh. i'm okay without a baxter and true hearts spinoff i really am <laughs> why i, I I love both of them. I would love more of them in the series. I don't need a whole fucking spinoff. No, like, I don't no, I agree with that. I don't no. agree with that. I, I don't need a spinoff. <laughs> if, I, if there were to be a spinoff, I would want it to be Peabody and McNabb, not Baxter and Trueheart. Look, if you are this reviewer and you're listening to this, um, I would suggest fan fiction for you. There you go. I mean, again, like, I'm sure it would be fine. I just, I don't need more things about male cops. Exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish there were more buddy cop stories. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Not, Not really. Not really. But but I respect your your desire for that and that's fine. But yeah. and that, again, that's what fan fiction is for. And I I am 100 percent for you writing as much Baxter and True Heart fan fiction as your little heart desires. I, I'd probably even read it. Erotic fan fiction, even. <laughs> <laughs> Baxter and True Heart slash. Okay, well, I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> You know, true hearts are freak. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have granny sex. <laughs> uh, well, true heart, I don't. I know Baxter doesn't have granny sex no. at all. <laughs> Baxter's a freak. Trust me. Yeah. True heart? Mm, I don't know, but what the hell? What? I don't know. What was that? Oh. Java's trying to make changes. Oh. <laughs> it just like, you, Java. I don't know what the hell happened. Like the screen completely shut out, so it freaked me out. Well, that's terrifying. Okay. We're okay. still here. We're good. Okay. We're still here. We're still here. Baxter and True Heart are still freaks in bed. <laughs> we are now moving on to four star reviews. Four star review. Here we go. <laughs> Indus series has become my designated palate cleanser. If I have read a boring book and need something to shake me up, a sad book and need something fun and easy, an amazing book and need something to fill up the void because we all know the next book is never going to be good enough. The series contains a good mix of mystery, humor, and romance that is easy and relaxing to read. And after it, my reading mojo is up and I'm ready to conquer the world, AKA my to be read pile smiley face <laughs> portrait in death is one of the better mysteries in the series it had me guessing until the end and i like the secondary character of eccentric photographer artist why would i kill someone i don't know when i know so many people who irritate me and haven't killed any of them hastings i i appreciate um I appreciate this review, even though I disagree about how it's one of the better mysteries, but yep. I'm glad that you found it to be a good mystery. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's a good, it's a good review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the review. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
And I like so, that she has uh, the Indes series as her palate cleanser. I do yeah. too. That's yeah. What, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because also like this series now, as people like us who have read the series multiple times, it's really nice, especially in this regard, since we're like reading these books again, it's, mm-hmm. I'm always just pleased to go back to the book. You know, I'm like, right. oh, this is yeah. comfort. It's like yeah. she's, yeah. You know, there's yep. comfort to it. Comfort reads, yep. Right. I love it. We've said it before. It's like it's like you know visiting with old friends again. It's like it's nice. It's really nice in that way. Yeah, I agree. All right, you or me, Jen? Um, I can do this one. Okay. All right. Four stars. Another amazing book in the series. This one had me emotionally emotional, and I honestly felt like tearing up a couple times. I love learning more about the character background, and this one focused on Rourke's family. Some serious revelations had him and I both spinning. His emotion over his mother and his family were just so emotional and written in such an amazing, amazingly deep way. J.D. Robb really knows how to tug the heartstrings. Also watching Eve's strength in breaking down his walls and showing how much she loves him, all while fighting her own baggage and insecurities. I thought I couldn't love these characters more, but I do with each book. Peabody is growing snarkier and I love it so much. Her and Eve's relationship has evolved so much, and I love them together. I cannot wait to see more. The mystery had me stumped, and the conclusion and discovery of the murder had me shocked. <laughs> I really love this review. That's a great review. Yeah. Uh, th- this is somebody that gets it. This is somebody that gets this series. Yeah. I really appreciate the the comment about, like, Eve dealing with her own baggage while mm-hmm. taking her Right. Work, right. You know? understanding just how important this is because it's not a thing that happens so blatantly throughout the rest of the series. It happens. She definitely does care for him more, you know, in more of a forefront kind of way than we've seen in the past, but like, this is big. And I love that they have pinpointed that, you know, Mm -hmm. I fucking love even this book. (laughs) fucking love her in this book i mean they, they're both great in this book they really I'm sorry, are but they really are yeah you know when we did our review i was like i love that we were all kind of on the same page we we're like god damn it work just stop sucking we want you to not you know you're better than this you're better than this and it's yep. it was just kind of fun to go through that together because we were all kind of on the same page and recognizing that that the things that happen to you and the things you deal with are huge a huge impact on how you interact with other people and how Mm -hmm. Rourke thought he was protecting Eve is, is just a clear indication of who he is anyway. I don't know. This book, I get, I I hate all of these reviews that are like, I was boring. This is a really good book guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this was a really good mystery. And I'm like, "Eh," but I, I appreciate that anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate I think, that there are people that feel like this was a good mystery, even though we didn't. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, like, we've have it's been you know it's been a really long time since we read it the first time, and we've reread it and reread it. And sometimes, um, you know, I'm finding myself thinking about what what we're doing, what we're doing basic snitches, and I'm like trying to remember my first initial reaction to things, and I I mm-hmm. feel like I just was so focused on work in my first initial read of this mm-hmm. that I can't honestly say that I didn't feel the same way when I was like, Oh wait, it's Steve Audrey. What? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, I very much, or, you know, or I could be coming back to the fact that I thought that it was 
annoyingly like the ending of of holiday and death which that was a thing that annoyed me from the beginning but again my focus on this book was Rourke yeah and the first time I read yeah. this book was which was 10 plus years ago and I've read it several times since and right I don't I don't know I don't know maybe I felt that way too like wow it was Steve Audrey who knew you know so right. I apologize for being so critical about that I I I'm sure that there is a possibility that I felt that way too, but I don't anymore because I know the ending. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So do you want to read this last one or do you want me to? I'll read it. Go for it. I like this one because it, it really was more of, it's an overall review of the series, not necessarily the book, but mm-hmm. um, five stars. I've read a lot of series fiction and I've never seen one just continue to go from strength to strength like the in-depth series. J.D. Rob Nora Roberts is truly something else as a creative mind and a writer who can turn them out, yet keep them fresh as spring daisies. (laughs) The dialogue in her books is first rate, and I actually find myself smiling, laughing out loud, and yes, wiping away a tear when reading this author. This isn't just mindless page turning. She pulls you into this world and makes you love these characters as much as she obviously does. As much as she obviously does. Rourke and Dallas have one of the strongest love stories, truly the real thing. Yet it doesn't get cloying or yucky, just moving and real right down to the bare bones. I think Roberts is a genius, a rare one indeed. And if you want a real treat, try one of the audiobooks. Susan Erickson <laughs> brings these characters alive, giving each an authentic voice with a genius of her own. She has great material to work with, but she is remarkable in her talent for voices and character. Honestly, it would not be a review the review episode without, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> she is, which is the first she is really fucking great i i love this review too and i i know that this is very much an overall feel of the series but i i love the the pinpointing about how um even rourke have like a strong real love story Mm -hmm. because this is a story this storyline challenges it not in a way that you're like oh my god even rourke would split up or whatever but just like seeing the rawness of eve's fear Mm -hmm. who's never Mm -hmm. been in um a relationship like this before and honestly you know we don't know rourke we don't get to know rourke from his perspective as much but like that's a very relatable thing when eve's like not in love with me like that's Mm -hmm. that's (sighs) these are the kind of things that are that are even though i'm sure that there are very few people out there who are listening to this if any at all who are like i actually uh just found out that my mom is not who i thought my mom was right this is still like a, a situation that that lends itself to the real fear of your spouse not giving you the information that you need to properly care for them and eve is right. out of that's already and it's just it is it's a very real beautiful series to begin with but this book is <laughs> this book is such a such a great example of what this review is right. saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I totally right. agree with that. And it's very important that they mentioned. Yes. Susan Erickson. <laughs> it's, it's not vitally important. important. 
not cloying or yucky. No, it's not cloying or yucky. I appreciate that. I really <laughs> even though they have granny sex. <laughs> but um, that's that granny sex isn't cloying or yucky. But I no. don't know. For me, maybe for some people it's cloying and yucky, but <laughs> yeah, the granny sex thing is the only review I found that, you know, says any anything about the sex. Usually we have a, there's true. not yeah. enough sex. There's too much sex. And like yeah. this one was like there's like I don't granny mind the sex, sex, but it was like granny <laughs> sex, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you, it, it does make you wonder, like, what are you wanting to read here? Like what? Yeah. You know, you I mean, looking for 30 shades of gray or what do you, yeah, what do you want? I mean, you want to watch Baxter and True Hot get on and be freaky? I mean, you want, I don't know do you, what you want. Do you want the foursome between Eve and Rourke and Baxter and True Hard? I mean, what I, do you... I, I might want that. I <laughs> Honestly, though, like, then we just have to hear about how McNabb is jealous and Peabody is jealous. And I well, just... let's just have a full-out orgy. <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm, I'm going to stop at foursome. I don't need bring to... Them here. Bring them in, too. At least it wouldn't be granny sex. Right? Well, I mean, for Peabody, maybe. I mean, her, her granny. That's true. Yeah. Her granny and her six lovers, right? Peabody's granny be like, nah, I got this. Yeah, let's bring Peabody's granny in while we're at it. I mean. I mean. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> People are strange, and that's really all there is to it. Yep, that's really the truth. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I don't think I have any like <clears throat> other podcast business. No, I don't think this so. This is going to be a really short. Uh, we review the reviews. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Especially because yeah. we're all busy. So. About an hour. About an hour. Yeah, that's a good length. Yeah. Yeah. I probably could have found more, but eh. yeah, but we never know how long we're going to talk about each of them either. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. There's been nights that we've gone off on tangents where we've spent like a half an hour on one review. Yeah. We did have one uh, on Facebook. We did have one of our um, patrons commented on facebook yes um and she got a she bought her shirt from our merch store yes Yes. that was fantastic i was very happy to see that yes very fun i haven't bought any any of the merch yet like it it all looks really great you know, like, and I have my mugs, obviously, but like, it as is. far as like the stuff, and it's, it looks really great, but I, yeah. I want to buy some. Yeah. I'm really happy. I, I bought a Rourke parts t-shirt and uh, <laughs> quality wise, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Obviously we're working on that with, with snitches. Um, if we haven't, we've finished, I mean, like we have the store, but we haven't launched it. Well, we've launched it. We haven't like shared it with the public. So. Right. I so in comparison, um, at, at about the same time, I bought a t shirt from um, Box Lunch. You know that? Uh, yeah. You know okay. So I bought a t shirt from Box Lunch. And at around, around the same time, I bought my work parts t shirt from our merch store. 
And after a couple of washings or whatever, the graphic on the front of the one that I bought from Box Lunch is really, uh, you know, it's stretched out and it's kind of like almost unreadable. It's starting to deteriorate oh. already. Wow. Um, the Rourke parts one is fantastic. It has yeah. not stretched out, you know, it just looks exactly the same. Yeah. The the t-shirt material is really, you know, a good What's quality it? material. They're using Hanes t-shirts, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, Hanes is a good quality t-shirt. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, I have no complaints there. Yeah. That's so, awesome. That's, that's awesome to know on a personal standpoint, because I want to, I want a t-shirt and also because that's what we're going to be selling. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, our merch store, go to our website um, and there's a link so, to it there. So hoping for more stuff in the in like for them to design a racer bag tee instead of those. Um, yeah. Looking things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep looking. I mean, you know, and then they may have a place where they can take suggestions. So maybe, you know, we could suggest it or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I guess that's it. You all know how to get get in touch with us. So I don't have to continue to say that, but uh, (laughs) call the number. Yes. Um, Call that with us in the Facebook group or on Twitter or Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I guess that's it. That is it. This is a really short review the reviews. That's okay. (laughs) It's all good. We so got Tara, ne- and that was the point. Yeah. So <laughs> we next it. week, I should say, uh, we should say that next week we're gonna talk to K. A. Gavio. Yep, one of our um, readers, listeners, listeners. One of our. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she may be a reader. Who knows? She may have uh, read some of our fanfic, and like, maybe. So, um, but she's gonna be on, um next week and we're going to talk about the food in the in-depth series mm-hmm. um we actually did have her on for our briefing room. briefing room that's for our patrons if you're a patron you'll probably hear that when i release it but it should be a really interesting discussion mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we're hoping that tara will be able to make it for that one too so she's got her <laughs> fingers crossed so that will be next week until then, Until then. <laughs> I guess that's it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in-death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, 
or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROURKE. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you. Yeah.